Why is there discrimination in this world, and how do we overcome it? Ho, 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 horse, and ladder. It's getting better, but it's still not our theme song yet. Um, but we are getting closer. Um, but hi, this is Sam, the host of the Horse and Ladder podcast. Um, each week, we look at a different setback and we figure out some different tips and ladders that will help us climb back to where we last started. Today's topic is all about discrimination and racism and how can we overcome it. So let's just let's begin this discussion with the question, where does discrimination and racism come from? And it's not a surprise but oftentimes it begins when we're kids. You see the word discriminate is really defined as being able to recognize that there is a difference, right? Um, and when we're kids, I think when we're very, very small, we already begin noticing that, hey, wait a second, there's a different gender in the room, right? For the boys, they notice, hey, the girls are different from us. And the girls notice, oh, the boys are different from us. And we already begin to experience a little bit of this ability to differentiate even in terms of gender when we're very small. Right. And that's why sometimes there's the boys versus girls type of thing going on in elementary school, because already we're beginning to discriminate a little bit because we're starting to recognize there's difference and we're beginning to reject those differences. Um, in junior high, discrimination and racism actually increases, especially because um, um, we begin to notice more changes. Um, during junior high, grades six, seven, and eight, a lot of the time, our bodies are beginning to change a lot, right? The girls are starting to grow way taller than the guys, right? Makes them a little feel, feel a little insecure, right? The boys, um, their voices are starting to, to change, right? And squeak and squawk and, 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 and a lot of the junior high students, especially the females, they're noticing their bodies are starting to grow and, and, and change and it makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable. And we start to notice more differences amongst each other. And for some people, they start to notice and say, hey, some of these differences are undesirable and some differences are more desirable. And this becomes a point of discrimination. In high school, um, discrimination or recognizing these differences increases because we start to develop new and unique interests, right? Sports, video games, movies, music, we, right? we start to have different um, tastes from one another. And ultimately, we start to recognize, wait, wait a second, all of us have different cultures or different value systems that we live by. And that's another further difference. So the reality is as we grow older, we start to recognize more and more of these differences and discrimination and racism happens is when we start to reject these differences and start to see these differences as being undesirable. And here's an interesting thing. It's a small little tangent, but it's an interesting thing. A lot of the times, most of the fights are not that we experience in life are not because one person's right and the other person's wrong. Many times at the heart of all of our fights, or most of our fights, is because of different values. 
different ways that we see and live life, right? So at the end of the day, uh, racism and discrimination really comes down to being able to recognize differences, but rejecting these differences and seeing them as being undesirable. You see, there's a lot of different reasons to why we begin to reject these differences. And one of the, one of the uh, ways or one of the reasons why is because some of us may end up believing that life is very black and white, that there's only one right way of doing things or living life. And when we become um, so uh, black and white in our thinking and so linear, we actually put ourselves at risk of becoming very judgmental towards anyone who is different. You see, some countries and some nations actually um, have higher instances of racism and discrimination because certain countries and nations will have value systems um, that, that, that embody this, where they believe that there's only one inherent way, one best way of living and approaching life. And if you don't live life the way that they do, then you're considered wrong, then you're considered rejected, you're considered looked down upon and judged. And you see, if you live in one of these countries that has this belief or value system that there's only one way to live life, and that's the best way, then there's a higher chance that country is going to experience higher degrees of racism and higher degrees of discrimination as well. You see, another reason why um, we can reject differences is because um, we are scared and uncomfortable with people who are different from us because we just can't understand them. And therefore, since we can't understand people who are different from us, we get scared that we can't control or influence them, right? Um, for, for some of us, um, uh, for myself, I'm actually Chinese, and I remember when I was younger, when I was really small, right? I had them. I had grandparents who tell me, "It's like Sam, you should only marry someone who's Chinese as well." They they warned me not to marry anyone who is from a different ethnicity because they were scared that if I married somebody who was a different ethnic background or cultural background for me, that I would somehow lose my Chineseness, right? They were scared that they're no longer going to have, they share the same value systems as me. And in a way, sometimes, uh, you know, our family members may be scared that they're no longer going to influence us anymore when we take on a new value system, right? Um, another example of this is actually of this idea of being scared of difference because it causes us to lose control and influence over other people is oftentimes for parents who first discover that their child has special needs. This is really hard for parents because for them, they have certain expectations already of how they want to live life, right? Um, and they have a plan for their life, but when they have a child with special needs, they're scared of that child because now that child throws a wrench into things. They're not going to be able to predict um, or always understand their child, and they're scared that they can't influence or lead their child in the same exact way that they were planning to, right? And so this makes them scared, right? Um, and oftentimes, 
um, people who are different, we get scared of people who are different because they seem to be like an alien to us and we're scared that we're not able to actually form a friendship with them. We can't understand them or influence them, right? And you see, a third and final reason, and there's other reasons as well, but a third final reason um, in our podcast today of why people may not accept differences is because differences uh, make us feel uncomfortable, right? And differences sometimes when people, when we embrace and accept someone who's different into our lives, they sometimes, we, we, we sometimes risk the, the possibility that these people may end up changing our lives or changing our workplaces. And if we like comfort, comfort and we, if we like things being the same, when you bring in somebody who's totally different into your group, into your company, there's a chance that they're going to mix everything up, that everything is going to change. You know, for example, if you hire somebody who, you know, who uses a wheelchair, now your company has to change and now your company has to rethink and redesign your office space to be more wheelchair excessive. If you have a company who has a lot of people who are very analytical and statistical um, and, and, and now you hire somebody who's very creative that person who's creative may change things. Maybe they're going to go and introduce new ideas or new approaches to doing work that you might not be comfortable with, right? At the end of the day, um, we, if we're scared of change in our lives, then we're going to be very scared of people who are different from us because there's a possibility of when we let them in, they can end up changing everything and we won't be able to have the same exact workflow we might not have the same exact life patterns that we were originally expecting. So those are a lot of different reasons why we may not like differences or change. But if we want to overcome discrimination and racism, we need to flip this around. And, and instead of seeing these differences as a liability or a burden in our life, we need to flip it around and start to see that these differences are actually an asset. And it, it actually makes our lives even better. So this leads us to the third and final part of this podcast. We're going to be looking at the three different ways in which these differences and these people who are different actually bring and add value to our lives. You see, the first one is a little bit obvious, but when we bring people who are different into our lives and we invite them in, these people help bring fresh new perspectives and angles into our lives. You see, all of us can only see a very thin slice of reality. And this actually reminds me of a story of, uh, one of my favorite stories actually, a story of, of these nine blind men, right? And in the story of these three blind men, they bring in this giant elephant and these nine men uh, who were born blind, they've never seen an elephant before. And, and they were, each of them were positioned um, at a different spot around the elephant and they were allowed to touch a single part, body part of that elephant. And they were to go and try and guess what an elephant really was. 
you see one of the uh, blind men touch the trunk. It was so slender. It was so long, right? And so this man said, oh, an elephant is a very thin creature like a snake, right? Um, and another blind man said, no, no, you're wrong. I'm touching this elephant over here. It has this huge tusk. It must be a meat eater. It must be a predator, an apex predator that hunts down its prey. It's got all these teeth on it, these big horns and big teeth. It must be an apex predator, right? Another um, blind man was touching the legs and said, Oh, you know, this is a very uh, a sturdy animal, right? It's probably very slow and unmovable. And the last, another man was also touching the tail, but the tail had a little bit of hair on it at the end. He says, no, it's a very furry creature. This is a very furry, furry animal, right? Because he's touching a little bit of hair at the end of the tail, right? And at the end of the day, um, each and every one of these blind men who were touching a different part of the elephant, they were correct, but they were not totally correct. Each of them got uh, a little bit of the truth of what an elephant was, but none of them individually had the complete truth of what an elephant truly was. They couldn't fully describe um, with complete accuracy um, what that elephant was. And the reality is in the story, the story of the elephant, this elephant represents reality. And each and every one of us is only capable of touching a thin slice of that reality. Each one of us is like a blind man or blind woman touching only one single part of that reality. And in the end, we need other people who are able to touch different parts of reality in order to help us be able to see the full picture, right? And so I think that's why we need people who are different in our lives because they're able to see different perspectives and they help us be able to see reality that much more accurately. You see, the second way that we're able to start to see these differences as an asset is that um, people who are different um, are able to really challenge us to actually love unconditionally. You see, it's really easy to love and accept people who are exactly the same as us. Um, but the real challenge in life is, are you able to love and accept people who are different from you, right? Um, because at the end of the day, um, if we really want to be able to love and accept people, the real test begins with being able to love and accept people who are different from you. You see, for me, um, I've got the privilege to meet a lot of different people in my life, but the most loving people, the most patient and the most compassionate people that I've ever met in my life are often the parents who have kids with special needs. You see, these parents have had their patience tested. They've had to go and show and demonstrate patience and love to these degrees that none of us may have ever been able to ever fathom but for them this is a daily reality and their children are often the ones that actually challenge and push them to be able to mature to this great level of unconditional love and you see a lot of us if we really want to mature ourselves and grow to be able to truly love people unconditionally we have to be able to hang out with people who are different from us and be able to accept embrace and love them even when they make us uncomfortable. So we need people who are different because they ultimately help us to grow, especially in the area of love. These differences help us mature to love people unconditionally.
And that brings us to the third and final um, way that we can start to see differences as being a valuable asset in our lives. You see, people who are different from us, um, they actually bring a lot more tension, friction, and conflict into our lives when our lives brush up against them. They make us feel uncomfortable. And the reason why is because a lot of us actually have a lot of um, insecurities. A lot of us have a lot of unresolved prejudices or problems in our lives. And when we hang out with other people who are just like us, who have the same exact problem as us, a lot, we, a lot of times we won't feel bothered because a lot of us won't be able to spot the problem because we all share the same exact blind spot. But when we start to hang out with people who are different from us, it makes us uncomfortable because oftentimes these people will often cause tension and friction in our lives because oftentimes when they brush paths with us, we start to recognize that they are different from us and we also start to recognize the problems that we have in our lives. You see, these people who are different from us act a lot like a mirror. When we, when we brush past with them, they often help show us a reflection of ourselves. They are often like a mirror that often shows us that there's broccoli or vegetables stuck in between our teeth. Many times when we spend time with these people, we start to recognize our own insecurities and our own problems. And we ultimately become more acquainted and more aware of the uniqueness of ourselves and how we need to change in these areas. You see, that's why they are important in our lives, people who are different. Because ultimately, people who are different in our lives are the people who ultimately challenge us to really begin to change. They make our lives so much more rich and complex, and they add more flavor to our lives because they become key catalysts to help us begin to change and even reevaluate ourselves and our own values. So instead of rejecting, belittling, or discriminating against people and their differences, we should honor them and start to see them as being indispensable in our lives, especially in our personal growth. So that's it for this week's episode on discrimination and racism. You know, it's so interesting that differences have the power not just to repel us, but these same differences also have the ability to bring us closer. And you see, what we hate most about the other person may sometimes end up becoming the thing that we actually love and appreciate the most about them. So instead of being scared of differences, my prayer and my hope is that we would start to see these differences as kind of like a vitamin. It may not taste very good at first contact, but as you embrace it and as you allow it to be absorbed into your life, you'll start to realize that these differences help you grow and become more of the person you are always called to be. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you all next time.